wait, I gotta make sure that this is balanced right. Oh, shh. God, why does that keep doing that? Ever since we used this arm to play that game, oh, it's like, can't. It doesn't. Hang. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't want to. It doesn't want to work the same way that it used to. Um, we used my microphone stand to play a board game over Zoom. Yeah, I think they heard about that and in Lindsay's episode. That yeah. makes the most sense, right? I haven't edited it yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even tell you. I told you I had oh, a busy man. weekend, but I didn't even tell you like why I dropped the ball so hard to record this yesterday. Yeah, what's up? Um, so we ended up having a socially distant uh, bonfire on Saturday night. Oh, interesting. Uh, and we invited um, basically our whole random hodgepodge of people that we have met since. Oh, I Not all of them. That, <laughs> let me be clear. We were still under the 10 people thing. but But the people that you like. Yeah, and... But they're all from different walks of our life. And sure. um, then we put them all together at our bonfire, like their first probably social outing too. And it was just like a lot. But then um, it was a fun time. Um, but then like people didn't leave until basically midnight. Oof. And, you know, you can't go to bed as a woman with bonfire hair. You just can't. <laughs> it's like you either s- it's a choice you're you will have to do laundry the correct, next day correct correct so everything. what is easier to force yourself to get it washed before climbing in bed or knowing you have to like <laughs> wash dry fold or not fold like put it <laughs> back on or at least me i don't fold yeah. my my sheets because what's the point they're all a disaster <laughs> so anyway then i was freezing um like once my body had it was like I got away from the fire, even though, yes, I got right. in, like, a hot shower. My body was like, whoa, because we had a cold front come in, which is why it was perfect bonfire weather. Um, sure. So I couldn't warm up, and I didn't fall asleep until, like, after 1 a.m., and then I woke up with my body clock at 7 a.m., and then – Fun. Um, yeah, and so we did a few things yesterday, and then somehow, like – I blacked out. I didn't even fall asleep, but I just, like, my brain was just not working. And <laughs> um, we've been watching Community. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite it's, shows. You know this. I did know that. You knew that. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I thought about it. Because um, I think I tried to tell you to watch it, and you were like, you know, I never got into well, it. Well, that's not tr- that's not totally true. If I said that, I didn't mean it. Um, because Good. I did watch some of it when I was in college and then somewhere along the way, I just, I, uh, wasn't watching it anymore. I don't know how it worked out, but now we're watching Probably it from start to finish something. and Ugh, <laughs> it was like, all of a sudden we're just like sitting there watching an episode as like my brain is just in that like, uh, sort of state <laughs> and it's a yeah. moment with Troy and Abed and they're like Troy and Abed in the morning and then I thought I about literally have that on a mug <laughs> like Kendall and I or uh, Paige and I have matching mugs I love that for Troy and Abed they're so great <laughs> because she is Abed and I am Troy and I so know. it was like them saying that and I thought what if Gretchen and I like had gone to college together? And then I was like, oh God, I never responded to Gretchen from like 48 hours ago about recording. Do you think, am, am I the Abed in our relationship? Are you Troy? That is tough. Um, I would say, say yeah. yeah, but I would say it's only because like, you're so much like your brain's capacity spans so wide and so does Abed's. Boo. But I will say that I say meta a lot, so oh, sure. That one. <laughs> that one I'll take. But yeah, no. Uh Paige is my Abed and I'm Troy in that one. Yeah, they're amazing. I love their friendship. If yeah. you've never watched that show, highly recommend. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, this is uh, Most Likely the Podcast. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Kendall. Um, And we're here. Yeah. Still. Still. Um, Just 
us. Except we did. If you're listening now, you probably listened to the episode with Lindsay. And like you see, we're making strides. Strides for interviews. Um, But (laughs) this episode was something that um, we had reached out to people about through our social media and for feedback on kind of like what they have been struggling with we have been teasing like that this was going to be called like the sadness episode and so that is what you have stepped into so i will say i guess like a trigger warning like if you're not in the mood for this like if you don't if you don't have come back yeah this will still be here for this um yeah it's it's if you're still in quarantine from when Kendall went into quarantine, well, both, we both did, but I'm back at work now. So if you're still in quarantine from when Kendall did, you're at day 50, mm-hmm. 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you might not be like ready to hear about other people being sad yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and, and if you never want to hear about people sad, just, you know, listen to the intro and then maybe, I don't know, come back at the end. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll edit in a timestamp right now for, like, when we talk about our stuff. Because our stuff shouldn't be, like you said, it shouldn't be too sad. No, it's just, I think, and the whole idea of this isn't about being sad. It's more to express, like, hey, you're not alone. Like, everybody's kind of got something they're going through right now and to give them the space to um, put it out there and to be heard if they felt like they couldn't be right now. And, you know, that's kind of more of the attitude of this episode, but it's still completely valid to not want to hear it. (laughs) And if you hear it and you're like, wow, I want to tell them how that thing was similar to my thing or wow, I want to I want to talk about my own stuff. I didn't want to do it before cuz I didn't know what format they were going to talk about it in. Storage out. If you guys like this one, we'll do it again. Yeah. Um cuz that's the thing about life. It hands you lemons sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, grandma. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason except 2 months of quarantine. That that just happens and we all hate it when we have no real reason why. Well, are you ready? I am. We'll dig in. You're going to go first, yeah? Um, yeah, I'm going to go first. And um, like we had mentioned before, we are um, not going to be saying the names of the people that submitted this stuff. So um, yeah. anyway, well, the, the, the first one. Don't even say how they're, like, connected. No, no. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. Um, Cool. I feel bad that I feel frustrated for no reason other than political conversations with my very, very conservative father, which we talked about before we even started this podcast. (laughs) Um, She goes on to say, I'm beyond lucky to be able to come back home to a nice, warm, loving home. My mom is a saint. So many people out there don't have this luxury. I do still have a job. I have a stable income. I recognize my privilege and I truly am grateful for what my quarantine situation looks like, but I miss my life. I miss my friends. I miss my apartment. I miss the normalcy. I've been doing pretty well over the past few weeks and I realize that staying home is such an easy thing to do, but today my dad told me I was lazy and since I haven't moved a lot, that broke me a little. So, yeah, uh, Gretchen and I had just spoken about how, um, you know, it can be challenging to be back at home with your parents. And I know for me, my parents. How how many fights we will be getting trying to convince them to take stuff seriously. I mean, my dad's pretty good. Like, he's he's not as bad as he could be. But there's still a lot of unnecessary travel and stuff that he's doing. It's just, you know. And I got no room to talk because now I'm going to work. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think my parents are two of my very best friends. I am extremely fortunate to have the type of relationship that I do with them. But it right. doesn't mean that at you know in my 
well, I'm in, I was about to say mid-20s. I'm late 20s now. Um, but for people yeah. that are kind of, if they've left the nest, for lack of a better word, it doesn't matter how close you are to your parents. To go back and um, be in someone else's nest is like, that's tough. Yeah, and I do want to highlight that at the beginning of the message, they said, um, you know, I recognize my privilege. I know that I like, or I know that my quarantine situation isn't the worst it could be. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be a theme that we're hearing everybody, but it's something that we've talked about already. Like, that's, you can, you can acknowledge your hurt without, putting a bar up to somebody else's mm-hmm. you know and and it's great to say like wow this is better than other people's but that doesn't excuse like the 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 pain that you feel yeah absolutely you know well and the more that you fight against that too the the harder it is going to be to get back into normal life mm-hmm. after this mm-hmm. um yeah, and the and the dad calling calling him lazy. I mean, that just sucks. That does suck. Sorry, that just sucks. I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing some really great things right now, um, but by and large, nobody's doing anything. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Like, Kendall, you painted your stuff, your your basement, and you've been going on long walks, but like. It, uh, you know, are you are you being the absolute best person that you could be? No, no, no one expects you no, to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Well, and it's the other thing that's hard to explain to. I I know that like for I would just this is me being hypothetical. If I was back home with my parents, um, sure. You know. My parents are so supportive and, like, so proud of the work that I do because they know I'm extremely passionate about it. But they are not social media people. Like, that is not on their radar. And they have never once diminished the type of work that I do. However, if I was to be sitting in front of them during a quarantine. Working. 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 It just kind of looks like I'm playing on my phone or, um, you know, yeah, I'm on the computer, but like there's pictures on my screen or there, you know, it's, yeah, um, it doesn't look like their concept of the type of work that they've done. And so from an outsider's right. perspective who doesn't know what's like going on, yeah, they could see that as being lazy. And so it's. That hurts a lot when, because you're right, nobody should be expecting people to be at their best. But then even right. when you are um, doing a lot, it just, and if it's not perceived by, you know, if it wasn't perceived by their dad in that light, it's like, mm-hmm. but you don't get it. Like, I have been working. I have been, <laughs> like, doing these things. Like, right. what do you mean I'm lazy? Um, or I'm meditating or I'm doing yoga or or even just like I'm I'm writing down how I feel every day. Mm-hmm. Even that can be like taxing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's it, it goes back to to this just this um this old concept of like like you were saying like visual work. Mm-hmm. And what visual work looks like. Unless I'm moving that boulder from one side of the yard to the other, I must not be trying hard yeah. enough kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's really hard to explain and show and deal with. Because, like, maybe getting up and making yourself a good meal is your boulder. Yeah. You know? For sure. It doesn't all have to be... I don't know. Doesn't all have to be the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. I just it bums me out. I'm sorry. I'm going. I know. <laughs> I'm it, so it does suck. a little bit. I just, yeah. So, you know, if they're listening, and even if they're not, if anybody out there is going through something similar, like we hear you, 
it blows. Like, it's, you're not crazy for feeling that way. And, um, you know, but we are going to get through it. Yeah. And you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is totally fine to be frustrated. It is totally fine to be, you know, I've, I've had this conversation with my sister a lot of like, I don't know. Am I glad that I got to keep working? And, and she's like, I am so bored all day, every day. And it's like, ah, yeah, I guess I'd rather not be bored. But you know what? Like, screw that. Like, this is, this is, um, we are all being challenged in our own way. It just so happens that we're all being challenged at the exact same time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Keep your head up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> keep your head up and, and just keep, just keep waking up. All right, I'm going to read. Also, dreams suck. Yeah, those do. Is that where you're going? Do you? Okay. No, I was gonna go to the to the one that you sent me to read. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. So now this is another person. If this was the same person, it would be very confusing. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different person that also reached out to us. All right. Uh, I, I'm gonna read all the curse words and everything. Oh hell I'll just yeah! Believe them. Yeah. F***ing annoyed with people acting like hospitals have it all together since COVID numbers are leveling out. This is where this starts, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. F***ing annoyed with people acting like hospitals have it all figured it all together since COVID numbers are leveling out. Yes, they sent the USNS Comfort home. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume that, that that's... Um, For people who would know that, they know it. Yeah. Uh, no, we do not have adequate PPE, which is uh, personal protective equipment for anybody who wouldn't know. Uh, most of us have to fight for it or are bringing it from home. Yes, I am still using the same N95 from five shifts ago. No, I don't know any of the nurses on the floors anymore because of an influx of travel nurses. Yay for more staff. No, I don't f***ing know where the new temporary ICU unit is that they are just created for us. Uh, no, I do not know. Or no, I do not. I don't want to do every single eval in the emergency department because they don't have a bed for any new patients, which I'm guessing is like an intake exam. Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't want to get, go see a false negative COVID patient. If you're saying I don't need my full PPE in order to preserve what we have. Okay, so keep your, keep your reserves of PPE up. Sorry, I'm breaking it down as I'm talking. Uh, yes, I want to cry with every success because with every success, there's always another patient uh, next door who is crashing as well. No, I don't know if my patient who was ventilated last week is actually aspirating her food and liquid. You took away our instrumentals for me to know exactly to actually know what's going on. I don't have an X-ray machine. Yes, I think I should be given scrubs too, not just nurses. Yes, I want hazard pay. And no, I don't feel comfortable with NY New York opening back up. Seeing what you see in healthcare makes that hard. People protesting to open back up are dumb as f***. Uh, I'll just get it uh, my ass. I don't know what that means, but... Then you'll be, oh, okay, so I'll just get it and, like, get sick and then be fine, mm -hmm. I'm guessing is what mm -hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, then you'll be the reason we're overcrowded again and you won't get to the treatment you deserve. Um, and then, uh, this person goes on to say, uh, protesters in New York, uh, to reopen feels like a stab in the back for every good thing healthcare workers have done. <sighs> so that one's a real, yeah. real heavy one. Yeah, that one's heavy. Um, yeah. I think that one's the... That one's the side of the puzzle that I feel like everybody's trying to set the bar at. So many people are missing the specifics, though. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. I mean, I knew about the PPE. You know, I knew that the personal protective equipment, you were starting to see that fail. I know they were trying to, to use the, the um, lifespan of the virus to live on products as a 
a way to preserve and reuse PPE, but that only works for a certain number of times. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that forever. Right. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, t- getting instrumentals taken away, you know, uh, not being able to keep up with changing staffs and, <laughs> and then on top of it all, seeing the reports of people going outside and protesting. Right. Because, I don't know. Well, it's, like they said, it feels like a stab in the back. And yeah. I think, you know, definitely you and I are two very empathetic people. And right. I think that is how it feels. And I, I'm not even somebody fighting this virus on the front lines. Like, I see yeah. people out there um, – You know, basically implying that these people that are, you know, sacrificing everything for their patients and strangers are somehow destroying their personal, like the the protesters' personal lives. And, you know, I guess it's sort of hypocritical now that I say this, that like, you know, we're saying everybody has the right to feel what they're feeling the, the frustrations that they're feeling yeah but okay. i wish we I, could i'm amending it okay I'm amending we're it to say <laughs> people. all right you are allowed to feel all the feelings you want you are allowed to express them and 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 um voice them in a in a safe and healthy manner but uh not when it puts people at risk right don't don't do that and and I don't know, that uh, the the protesting is is it's something that I'll never understand. I saw I saw a tweet that was like, "Man, Americans really lining up and protesting so they can die on the floor of a Fuddruckers, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. That makes we me are. think of Have you ever been to one of those uh, Dick's Last Resorts? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, I there was one in Chicago. Okay, I knew you never it, went. Well, yeah. don't go. No, but uh, not worth it. <laughs> Food's not that good. But uh, are we gonna bleep that one? The, I guess not. The idea, um, what the word dicks? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Um, yeah. The but I just thought of because their whole thing is that you put the stupid hats on and then it has like a like a diss on it of sorts. Sure. So I could see one now being like, you're probably the kind of person who protested during COVID-19. Shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) That's that's not safe. That's not safe. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. The other thing I I do want to say, though, about that message, um, you know, talking about um well i'm bored and stuff it's like yeah boredom also sucks a lot but there's people who are being challenged in their work to the highest degree that they've ever had and probably will ever have in that's true their life and for some of those Workers, it is their, like, 45th year in, in a position. And then sure. for others, it's their first three months on the job. And this is what they're having to do. It's like, sure, just really, really commend all of those out there. Um, thank you for what you're Absolutely. doing. Um, because we support you. You know, we've done everything in our powers to um, flatten the curve and and be better for you, I guess. I mean, I ain't going to say I did everything because I made some mistakes early on. Specifically, I went to Atlanta and that was stupid. Oh, okay. But <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was stupid. I stand and, and by this- we didn't. It truly hadn't been introduced to us in the way that it became Honestly, as the weekend was over, I think sure had the information that we learned by Sunday been what was out there on 
like what day did everybody come in like thursday, thursday like seriously yeah. i think even wednesday i think it would have been like hey figure out what you can do with your flights but it the right. lack of information um and that's as a whole that that continued lack of information definitely continued to be a struggle you know and 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 with that with with this person and their message and and you know they they said uh one of the lines that struck me was um I'm not going to go see a negative, a false negative mm-hmm. patient if you're not going to give me the PPE. Mm-hmm. Like you're calling it a false negative. Right. I'm not <laughs> Right. I'm not going in there. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know if I talked about it on here, but that's what Nate's test ultimately was, was a false negative. Right. You um, have not or, talked about any of that. I I haven't brought really? it up. Correct. So I haven't brought huh. it up cuz I didn't know if you wanted to, but I I do think I mean, yeah. that would be good for people to hear. Yeah, we'll we'll hit that at the end when I talk about my experience with all this. Okay. But um but yeah, I mean like it it the PPE thing, I mean I've got I've got a friend that's um using their uh 3D printer to print face shields. Oh sweet. Uh, you know, I've got yeah, I've got people that I've got uh, construction that is uh, on two sides of it. I mean, I went out to a job site last week and the super didn't wear his mask the entire time. Mm. And he's like employed by us. It's not, it, it, it should have been something that I just told him he was bullshit for, but I was wearing mine the entire time. You think that would have been, I don't know. Yeah. You think that would have been enough to, to, to make that, I don't know, make that apparent. But it's just been, it's been it, the the PPE part of things and and all of the all of the different elements, especially in healthcare, that shortages are hitting yeah. right now. Um, I mean, even I'm sure that these people, like everybody listening, has experienced this. You ordered something off of Amazon recently. The logistics system of that is shot yeah. right now. <laughs> You're getting it two, three, four weeks after you ordered it. Um, and that's partially due to people ordering stuff. And that's that's also having to do with just the logistics system is down, guys. Trucks aren't moving, but they still are. Right. But they're not, you know, they're not moving at the same velocity that they were before. Well, it's also people can't afford the logistics. Yeah, you know yeah. They, they companies can't right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was I went to the post office last week, and it was a full on, you know, it was an adventure. Let's say it was not just a quick sure. errand, and right. you know, I'm fortunate right now. I have the time to be on an <laughs> unexpected adventure, but um, sure. They've had to let people go, and so they're already short-staffed. But on top of that, um, two of the people that were supposed to be there didn't come. Um, I'm not sure what their stories were, but basically they just so weren't was working. And so there was one man. One person. One yeah. <laughs> man working the entire thing. And um, I went at 2. So at 2.30, I'd finally made it into. Because of how, you know, they you had staggered us. You guys were trying us. to meet yeah. up the, yeah. So I had made it into the actual, I guess you would say, reception area of the post office. Sure. And this woman came from the back and said, like, you need to take a break to him. And he was like, I do. And so he was like, I'll be right back. And I mean, he went running towards the back. And the woman said, he has been here since this morning, and he. This is the first time he's even walked away to go to the bathroom. Oh, and we were like, "Who was? Uh, who was she? Was she, she is like somebody a, who does something with the back? She does not have the. Um, she couldn't. Ha- she couldn't run the desk. Correct. Yeah. She's yeah. never been trained, so it would have been twice the work to try and be like. And then you're gonna click this button, and then no, this button. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was. It was crazy. Um, just that qu- kind of realization of like, so not only do people, are people in the situation of 
um, having to have cut back staff, but also the realization that, you know, life is still happening. So sometimes Mm -hmm. things pop up, like maybe those people had a family emergency. Maybe those people Mm -hmm. ended up having, you know, and that's why they couldn't be there and, I don't know. Maybe I, they maybe they thought they oh got Oh dear, sick sorry. Or, I just started you know. to FaceTime you. I don't even know if you can get FaceTime. It wouldn't work. Okay. No. I I was trying to pull my phone up to read the next one. Okay. Um it says my complaint is that until very recently I haven't been able to support local or favorite restaurants and shops because I was out of a job. Feeling helpless while watching some of my favorite locals struggle was slash is the worst. I'm trying yeah. to flag that. Um, That's all right. Maybe even worse than not being able to hug and visit my family and friends. Yeah. I mean, you, you had this experience more than I did um, with the businesses that you mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. not not doing what, what they could and what, what you wanted them to and trying to support them without endangering yourself or your community right well and you know i i know this person and you know i knew that they had lost their job and i i i'm so i was so moved when i got that message because i was like oh you would think this person would just say i hate that i don't have a job like i like sure this is like Wow, 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 me, naturally, and 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 yeah. like that's an absolute yes, completely natural, completely understood. Um, but I loved the, and I think that that's been one of the nice things about this time is seeing how much more like compassion, generosity, and stuff that people oh, have. Really um, yeah. you know, so that their takeaway was more about like I can't build up people right now because i have been knocked down yeah yeah that one that one i get it mm-hmm. i know where it's coming from and i i you know i i do a lot of uh, youtube while i'm working and stuff like that and so a lot of them are doing fundraisers and different different things to to keep their favorite businesses in in action um but like I, I, I've just seen I've seen a very different side of it out here, where like the taco truck is still open, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's frustrating to me uh, when I've seen those people at those businesses endanger not only themselves but the people that they're serving, mm. you know, and and so just because they weren't taking the proper precautions or. I mean, yeah, enough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, even even just staying open when all the restaurants are closed. Mm-hmm. You know, it just fe- it feels I don't know. It feels uh, um, unnecessary, I guess. Um, but at the same time, I mean, these are people's livelihoods. This totally. is what they do, and. Well, and I think it goes beyond restaurants, too. I think, you know, like, just thinking about the destination I work for, we have quite a few restaurants, actually a bunch. It's a foodie destination. Yeah. And, you know, so many of those were able to go to takeout or delivery, and so they were able to keep some sort of cash flow coming through. But then you also looked at like the retailers and a lot of the boutiques, um, the antique shops, those kinds of places that have been here for years and years and years, they don't have an online presence. Right. That's not the kind of business that they do. So there is even the environment to, to sell that way right uh, i mean unless they've got a facebook page and they can say you want to buy this piece of furniture right yeah you i mean know? yeah that that definitely for an antique shop like how do you right how do you do that and so you know that that's also an area that you've got to consider too in this is that 
there's businesses like that or nonprofit organizations. Um, True. Gyms, if you're somebody who's a part of a gym, that the, being able to keep paying your gym membership without the ability to use it, that's quite the luxury. And if you can't do it, that's that's understandable. But especially if you're at like a small scale, like I I don't do CrossFit, but like people who do CrossFit, I know that that's smaller gyms, smaller gyms, like totally like family. I mean, that has to hurt if you have to make the tough choice of not putting your money there. Um, I'm sure it feels like a personal um, attack on people that you really, really care about. I know. But see, and I, I, this isn't, this is a little bit, this is probably where our main differences are politically, which we've never, ever talked about. (laughs) But we know, there are lines. Mm -hmm. And um, that, to me, that is such a consumerist mindset Mm. of, of like, oh, the value of my dollar to keep people going Mm -hmm. like they only existed because people patroned them and it's like well like you would think that there are supposed to be checks and balances in place to to uh offset and obviously no one expected it to go for two months but like to 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 help buoy storms Mm -hmm. like this you know um and 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 I also have just a very different perspective because everything out here is franchise. Uh, there are not a lot of of small businesses and while those franchises might still uh go under. I mean honestly, they might be a little bit more at risk even because they won't qualify for the like small business mm-hmm. loans. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't I just don't see uh, I, I I I'm I'm on more of the the micro level of like like man it sucks that I can't like help these people survive but like I have to look out for myself and that shouldn't even be a question in my head it shouldn't you know what I mean like why why would you have to keep your local bar open why would you going there to get a drink every night be the thing that Helps them stay alive. Why does the community have to rally around some fucking pizza place? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it just feels very, um, uh, knowing that there's people out there that are fine (laughs) because they've gotten a lot more money Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have it, um, it's just such a bummer. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't. I. I, I guess. I guess. I. I feel more for the people that. That feel like they're not going to be able to reopen. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's what. They want to try and help with. We don't. I know. We don't. That's the thing. You have. We. None of us have a true concept, of how each individual business or organization is faring during this i mean we can assume that nobody's doing great like but like even 90 percent aren't really doing great so um you know it's have you ever have you ever thought about like in a hundred years how you're going to explain storage units to like your grandkids like, oh, sorry, my house wasn't big enough, yeah. so I had to go rent a, right. a, lo- a garage over there to put more stuff in because right. I had to have all the stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about. But, okay, it's an extension of what we're talking about <laughs> in my head. Only because it's like you're going there to get a pizza. It might be better than the pizza that you make at home, but, like, you still make a pizza at home. Yeah, that's true. But, like, okay, so for me, the – the, there's like two places in your – I'm pretty sure I've talked about them already on this podcast. But there's two places sure. that, you know, at best I could buy gift cards for and that would be my way of support. But there are two places that I adore to my core that mean a lot to sure. me. 
and I have not been able to frequent them. And that is GD Ritzy's and Taroni's. And those are two places back home in Evansville. Love them so much. And I love those places, not just because I enjoy their food, but because of the longstanding memories that I have at them. It's beyond the... um, it's beyond the experience of eating an ice cream cone. It's that, like, that's my childhood and that's continued to be a huge part of my family traditions um, and will continue to be, I hope, that they're both doing great. Well, you know, time will tell um, for the rest of my life. And I think that's more of what it is. Like, again, if you're talking about more of a franchise, like, there is a difference between going okay, to Okay, but both of those things are franchises. There's local, local franchises, franchises, but right. they're still franchises. Yeah. So I want you know, put that out there that they both have a network of businesses that they could fall back on. Sure. And and they're though they're able to be that way because they're long standing. That's you know, that's how that works. So the sure. places here yeah. that I really enjoy like and and something about you know if we're going to keep it with restaurants i've never opened a restaurant truth be told i've never even worked for a restaurant but from what i've been told it takes about five years of being in a business to be able to turn a profit like a true like profit that you're actually making money and stuff so the the places that I enjoy here, I don't think any of them, maybe two that I really enjoy, um, are would would are, potentially be in the black, yeah. Correct. So I think that's yeah. more of what it is. It's like I don't want to see um, you know, that that brunch place we went to. Yeah. They haven't even celebrated one year of being open yet. So that's the kind of place that it's like, gosh, darn it. Like, look at this awesome restaurant doing the most. Like, it's a great atmosphere, like unreal food. It's um, done by young people. Like, they're all under the age of 35. Like, they're doing great. And then, yeah, there's no way in your first year of starting a restaurant that you could. Well, especially there. Yeah. Yeah, that you could guess a global pandemic would happen so you know i think that that's well we can talk about this more at another time i would love to know what other people are thinking too of like i don't know am i am i completely off base i obviously you know believe in 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 the people behind the businesses sure i just see it as um uh a, a a symptom of of a bigger global economy kind of thing. Like, like what if your family memories were at Chuck E. Cheese? Would that diminish them? Probably not. Would it be, would it be something that you, uh, uh, would want to hang your hat on? Maybe. I mean, maybe, if that's what your life is, then that's what your life is. If that's the thing that you... Well, and I think this goes hang- back to people are allowed to feel their feelings. So if their feelings right. are uh, for Chuck E. Cheese, then like, okay, more power to you. Right. Um, and, and and that's fair, too, of, of, of this whole thing where I'm, I'm arguing that somebody <laughs> shouldn't feel that way. But that's only because of my own personal... Uh, feelings about the matter and I'm sorry that I did that person that wrote that (laughs) one (laughs) your your opinions are valid and I understand that you want to support the things that you like is it comes down to that you like the thing you support that thing yeah you know totally I shouldn't and that can be that can be restaurants that can be sports I've never really gotten I I like the Blackhawks but I've never really gotten sports on like a global scale Mm -hmm. But, like, if, if you couldn't go to baseball right now and that was something that you derive a lot of joy mm-hmm. out of and and it is messing you up to not have something to watch and participate in and enjoy, then, uh, you know, we got no right to sit here and say, like, well, that's stupid. It's just sports. 
Well, and do Ugh. you think some of your frustration is coming from like not really what that person was feeling? No, but, obviously, I'm not mad at that person. Right, you <laughs> that person is valid. <laughs> you were, you know, you sound like you're. You've been watching some stuff, and it's made you feel some things, and like Rad- radicalized left. Is that what you were going <laughs> yeah. for? But. You- <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it another time. I I do want to let you speak for a little bit, and then I'll I'll talk my piece for a sure. little bit. Um, um, of just like uh your your ups and downs, maybe like uh an up and two downs. Well, I think for me the up has been um I've really kind of enjoyed humanity coming back in a lot of ways, and for that I mean okay. people like the person that wrote in i um i love that people want to go out and support businesses that need it right now i have loved seeing in the particular community i live in just the type of things that people have put together so like one of our restaurants um i thought this was really inspiring like obviously restaurants aren't doing hot like they're like they're doing better than a lot of places because they were able to keep you know food coming and going but um they're not really doing great and this one restaurant here in roswell decided to um their the restaurant's called table in maine and they created a little um thing called table and aid and that every day from 12 to 4 they were serving um a hot meal for anyone who is like become food insecure so um you know they were did you have to like justify no they said no questions asked so you could just come in every day um wow and so like those types of things have been you know just really like felt good on the heart and but then on top of that the other things that i feel like again if coming back to humanity like we've been living in our house for um Going on a year and a half, and I have never seen this many kids, this many families. (laughs) Um, That's crazy. They're out riding their bikes. Like, I – they're just out being together and, like, being human beings together. There's nothing separating them, at least when I'm seeing them outside. But that's the – they're getting out. They're getting outside. They're getting – to build these moments together that don't have a screen between them. And I yeah. am like, I am somebody who works in an area that distracts people with the screen. So like, I, I understand that part of it and that part of life, but um, it's been really great to watch um, the goodness of breaking away from that. So a sure. low point that I had, it's been a couple of weeks ago and I, um, Actually, because living in Georgia, um, we're kind of famously the first state to open up. So, um, you know, things have... Although we opened at the same time, so I'm not really sure. Really? Why you guys got that bad rap. It's probably because we were the last to close as well, so... That's true. um, And I think it was, like, specifically the types of businesses that opened. Yes, that was... mm -hmm. Because that got highly publicized. Well, because it was ridiculous, but we don't have to talk about it, I guess. Um, yeah, we had, like, our barbers open, too. I don't know why you guys got so razzed. <laughs> so, anyway, we've opened up, but um, it was just interesting. The week, like, I think they announced opening up on a Wednesday or Thursday and that people were going to be able to open up by that Friday. Um, but basically... Which was uh, May 1st. Yeah. Um, no, actually we had places that were able to open on August or August, April. I know. Um, 20. What was that? 26th? Yeah. Yeah. Or 24th. Um, anyway, I had become, I had started to feel like suffocated and not even just like in my house um right i've been doing these daily walks and i i even was like i'm over these homes like i'm over this tree <laughs> like i just need more like i need more than this like i'm so i feel suffocated in this bubble that i live in or you know have how only can been you able get, 
how can you get sick of shed architecture? That is just <laughs> <Yeah>. the coolest. <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting to hear that. Yeah, Georgia is full of shed architecture. Look it up. It's really cool. Nobody else thought it was cool. It's all I talked about the weekend. <laughs> the Kendall. I was in Atlanta. It, or Roswell it's, Kendall. It isn't uncool. It just, like, you just dug in real deep about it. Um, it's it's all I talked about the whole weekend. <laughs> like, it was like, there were two days where I was obsessed with trying to figure it out. There was one day where I just researched it, and then there was, like, the last couple of days where, like, it was every other word out of my mouth. No joke. It was like, <laughs> we got back from being out at a bar, and it's only a few of us, because we had to ride in separate uber so uh yeah, it's yeah. just like four of us and gretchen had come upstairs to our loft which you know then echoes in the whole space and like i hear her on the phone with nate and she's like yeah shed architecture you have to look it up it's like the most interesting i was like you were talking about it now like you don't want to tell them about like anything you've seen tonight in terms of like the great was what, pizza restaurant we went to or that was what i saw that was what i saw <laughs> So anyway, I became like even suffocated in the streets of my neighborhood. And Gretchen can also confirm this. I live in a large neighborhood and one that's connected to other large neighborhoods. So like I have been going everywhere within like my walking space. Um, But that weekend they actually opened – it was like very specific parks that have trails but no like – uh equipment so like no playgrounds no fields no nothing it was just like only parks that had only trails and we ended up finding one we went on it and just like it wasn't that special it's only 15 minutes from our house um but i you would have thought i was on vacation i was like look at this (laughs) look at look at this oh oh do you smell that oh my god oh wow that's it and like so that was a really uh that bit of um just breaking like a little bit of the it's like the <laughs> the i'm trying to it's think hysterical. like there's a hole in the air <laughs> mattress of, of my life that like yeah you know i'm i'm not completely flat on the ground burst of burst of the bubble or anything but there's some yeah, seeping yeah. happening that i'm like finally getting back to a little bit of um more than just my space so yeah, that's it's like you woke up in the middle of the night and like your ass is on the ground. Yeah, but like the other parts of you aren't, and you're like, I am folded yeah. in this air mattress. <laughs> Wait a minute, things are just changing. like that, like from dead sleep realization that like this is not how I fell asleep, and then you like hit the button and it's like, and it's filling back up a little bit, and you're like, ah, better. I got some time before before I fall flat. So that's kind of yeah. me. Um, if you want to tell everybody what's been going on with you. Sure. Um, I got, I had two, two lows. The first being that, um, Nate got really sick and then I got sick. Um, you can't convince me that it wasn't coronavirus, even though I mentioned earlier, he did end up testing negative. There were a lot of problems with that test. If you want details on that, um, find me somewhere <laughs> but even but i want to say the doctors even acknowledge like we're pretty sure this is a false negative yeah they they said like we don't know what percentage of these tests are negative or aren't so we're gonna treat it like a positive and they did a follow-up and everything all telehealth except for the actual physical test um and then and i didn't get it very bad but he he was knocked out um if for some reason you Want to know about symptoms? If you're a hypochondriac, also reach out. I'm I'm here to listen and tell you what I think, um, because I know it can be scary to like go to a doctor or or even call a doctor because you're like I don't want to like raise concern. Well, yeah, um, you feel like I don't want to waste their time if I'm yeah. just being yeah, yeah. Um. That was while we were both working. Well, he wasn't working from home, but he he had some time. He qualified for emergency paid sick leave, so he was okay. Um, and then that was when I I was working from home. So when I was uh, pretty bad the couple of days, I was still able to work a full nine-hour shift 
you know, not, not too big of a deal. Um, the second low for me was when I had, have I not, I don't know if I talked about this on here. Uh, we went in for a meeting on Tuesday. They sent out a, a email at like 9 PM the night before. And they were like, if you don't meet these qualifications, be in the office tomorrow for a meeting. And so we show up there and we get through this like two hour meeting. And I'm like, so are we back? Like, do you want us to come back to work? Is this, I didn't bring my laptop. I was planning to go back home and work. And they were like, nope, as far as we know, we're back on. And I was like, you didn't feel like communicating that to us better than like (laughs) just like tricking us. So that was a really bad day. Like a, a like reach out to the person that I'm trying to get hired on to like on the drive home and then I just come in and I just cry. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh we're finding out, I think I've said this on here, but we're finding out that um which companies are good at communication, mm-hmm. which ones aren't. Well, and uh yeah, mine isn't. I, right. And this and which companies are just, like, sensitive and which ones aren't. And because I think it's, like, really important to acknowledge that, hey, people have been functioning at a completely different um, level for, because at that time, what was it, six or seven weeks for you? Like I think I had just started my sixth week. So, yeah, for six weeks, you've been functioning in a completely different way and they just decide to flip your switch and put you back in your bubble uh, of before and you've like without any sort of easing into the process and it's 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 like they said that we were back open. So this was on the 28th of April. So you guys opened on the 24th and then a little bit on the 27th. Mm-hmm. And then we opened on the 27th. Okay. And, um, and so this is on the 28th. And it was like, as we were talking in the meeting, the number two in the company was like, um, yeah, the number one asked me yesterday where everybody was. <laughs> but then... Like there's, there's just a lot of bad stuff happening with my company. I, I would love to hear who's working for a bad company right now. Just whoever out there that's working for a bad company. Let's start like a, a Zoom call where we all just bitch about it for a little bit because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like I get, I get that we're supposed to, you know, we're happy that we're still working. We're still getting that paycheck and it is so relieving to to not have to worry about things like that but it's also this huge headache to to constantly question your employers and your coworkers and your your uh supporting staff just everyone are you sick are you not sick did you ever get sick you know um why isn't he coming into work why does why does does she have to mm-hmm. you know uh, it's just, and without that communication, without open, transparent communication, right? It just, it just sows this real bad work environment. Um, positive, uh, off of that, uh, and kind of off of what you were saying for your positive, is that I think we could see some institutional change mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. I think that we've proven that a lot of jobs can be done from home. Mm-hmm. I think that um, we have uh, a re re experienced re something um, the the pleasure of having outdoor time mm-hmm. <laughs> during the day mm-hmm. um, and and just how good that can be for people. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I think that I think that people are starting to talk about things that they they didn't normally talk about. Um, I think it's reconnected a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I think there could be some some like grand scale 
institutional change in in the workforce. I, I you know I think that you could revisit the forty hour work week. Totally. Um, or like in my and at least I know like Jordan's case like fifty hour yeah. work week. Fifty to sixty. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mine's only like forty five to fifty, but yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to like jump to his level. No. But, <laughs> you know. Um, I think I think that we could see some change there. I think that we could see people that are like hey this worked fine yeah why why can't we go back to this and and kind of make some real changes that that um you know there's a lot of people that are are speaking out against quarantine and and speaking for the economy and and keeping things going Mm -hmm. and and i think that there's there's some justifiable data now Mm -hmm. that we can review on this stuff um i just hope that we do as a as a country and a global economy i don't know i hope so too i i um i just hope that people are and by people i mean the people in positions to make those institutional changes um, are brave enough to do so. I know. Because I I I absolutely agree. I think people have totally grasped that so much, so many more people could be working from home. It doesn't have to be like an everyday thing, but like, right, once or twice a week. Right. Like you don't have a meeting. Just to alleviate some of the traffic in different places and um yeah. all that jazz yeah i didn't even talk about that <laughs> part of it the climate change part of it right but hey, we pushed enough hot button pol- political topics today sure <laughs> me being the pusher of the buttons <laughs> <laughs> but the and i i just i worry that um some people are just because that's going to be a lot of work it's going to be a lot of work to fight the changes i also agree about the hours um yeah. You know, my job, there are some weeks where I am over 40 hours and there's some weeks that sure. like, just to be honest, it's I'm there for 40 hours. Yep. But um, what, what was the quantity of like hardcore work that I did? I don't know. Um, yeah. Less than that. So it's to be able to try and find a balance again of like, you know, the expectation of having to be a nine to five or whatever, or that like, why does 40 hours have to dictate that you're a full-time employee and then thus eligible for benefits? And then that's another hot button issue that we want to, don't want to go into is benefits and all of that, <laughs> what that means. But like, I, and we are out of time. Yeah, Otherwise, I do want to say, like, I, to pick off, back off of yours, I agree. Yeah. I hope so. Um, and I, it's, but it's just going to take people being brave to try and, um, to, to fight those for all of us that see it. I know. And, and, you know, I, I do think that, as our generation and the generation below us age, mm-hmm. I think that we could see some of those changes. Yeah. Um, Gen X really got lost in there, but maybe they care too. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know a lot of Gen Xers. <laughs> They're parents right now. That's about all I, I know. Yeah. They're, they're in between boomers and millennials. Our parents and us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes well for those of you that have you know tuned in listen to all of this like gretchen said at the beginning um if this like ignited something for you that you needed to get off your chest like please feel free um yeah this could be something we do regularly if it seems to be something that people want but even if it's not we're two people that are going to listen to you i mean i oh yeah um those people that reached out, I personally responded back to them at the time, and then they knew that this yeah. was coming. Um, so yeah, it, thank you for yeah. you three that sent us stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, um, that's it, it. It helped us understand parts of it that we weren't seeing, and I hope it helped people that we're listening to for sure. Because um, yeah, this wasn't really 
about content. This was, <laughs> it really wasn't. It was about us talking about something in a need. And um, it just happened to be that um, other people felt like they needed to hear it too. So. Yeah, I feel like we just wanted to bitch. And we were like, maybe if other people bitch too. <laughs> They'll. It can be an episode of us bitching, but... <laughs> but, like, we could say it, like, real casually at the end. Like, they won't even know that that was the whole scheme. I'm just kidding. You guys, it was about you guys and, and, and us and, and all of us. Hell, all of us. Yeah. We're all going through something. Let's see. Summarize. Uh, number one, your dad sucks. Yeah. Keep doing, keep doing your shit. Uh, number two, oh my god, take a nap. You deserve it. <laughs> and and let me know if you need a mask and send me your address and I'll send it. I know that that's not going to help on a grand scheme of things, but I worry about you personally. And number three, gift cards, I guess. Um, well, or try. They are, they are now back with a job and able to okay. support go and support things but okay yeah but for anybody else that's kind of in that position potentially um hey the other awesome things that you can do is post about them on social media go write them a yelp review go um Mm -hmm. give them a five-star rating on their google um listing like those are things that really go a long way um yeah and those places really do appreciate so yeah and then um and and uh try to keep in contact with their pages just in general Mm -hmm. if you're seeing things that they're they're posting or they're doing drives like kendall's uh business was Mm -hmm. you know share those Mm -hmm. you know get the word out yeah um just because you personally can't support them doesn't mean that people that you know can't right I think people and forget even, that just because you don't have necessarily 17,000 followers or something that you're not an influencer, you are. Um, people do get inspired by what they see um, other people, especially people that they're like, oh, that's a person like me. Um, right. You know, you're. Or um, it, or if you're like, well, I'm the only one that lives in this town because I feel like it's a lot of people that we know right now. Sure. I'm the only one that lives in this town. No one else will be able to go there. There are ways that that people that that want to help businesses and and the people that run them uh, can contribute without necessarily going into the shop and buying a rack of ribs. Right. You know, so right. post about them. Um, reach out to the people that you know that want to help those kind of places. And you know. You know, tune in with us the next time we start blabbing into a microphone. Yeah, what are we going to do next week? And uh, you can follow along with us on our social media, the both of which are most likely to podcast. Um, yep. And you can reach out to us at most likely to podcast at gmail.com. But, um, I guess. Hey, next week let's talk about more high school stuff. Okay. I think we can pull it off. I've got some. I got some stories. Oh, you got some things. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Um, let's let's talk about that uh, stupid Catholic school. Anyway. <laughs> Bye, everybody else. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Just kidding. Kendall says that.